Parshas Mishpatim starts with the instruction Hashem gives to Moshe Ve'ela Mishpatim Ashetasim Lifneim. These are the Mishpatim that you should put in front of them. And what's the importance of saying Lifneim in front of them? So Rashi brings a number of explanations. One of them is being you know, Hashem says to Moshe, not like you thought. That I would have taught them the halachas two or three times until they know it and left it at that. Rather, Hashem says you must teach them the reasons, the underlying logic, the explanations, and therefore should be put in front of them in a way which it's not just the actual facts of the halacha, but rather it's all the details and the rationale and the understanding of the halacha too. Now, of course, a Dayan who understands the rationale and the rules on which the halach is based is able to apply it much better. But we will see that there's more to it than just that. So let's begin by looking at a Pasuk in the Navi, it's in Mecha, the end of Perghei. And Mecha says, it's a well-known, well-known Nevo, Mecha the Prophet says, Bama Akadem Lashem Ikaf Lelekemarim. How should I, so to speak, well, if I want to come forward to praise Hashem or to thank Hashem, how should I do that? What should precede me? Hakadmen Ba'ilas? Shall I use Karbanos? Does Hashem want rivers of oil? Rivers of oil. What does Hashem want from me? Micha asks, as a way to approach him. And the answer that the Navi is given, what well, Hashem wants from the person, from people, the Pasuk says, Higidlecha Adam. Hashem has told people, Matzah, what is good, Umah Hashem Darish Micha. And what is it that Hashem requires for you? Micha is inspired, he wants to give, he wants to do. And he wonders what it is that I can do for Hashem that he'd be happy with. And the response is, Hashem's already made it known to you. He's told you people what it is that he wants, and what it is that Hashem requires. And the puzzle carries on, and that is, Asos Mishpat, Ve'avas Chesed, Atzneh Le'echasim Le'echecho. Three things. To fulfill the Mishpat, which is the judgment, to love chesed and to to walk with sneers in front of Hashem. Now, a close observation of the possible shahs, there's two different points. Hashem said he's told people why my what's good, and also why Hashem is Danish from a person. That's not the normal language used in reference to what Hashem wants from somebody. If we talk about what Hashem wants from somebody, the normal language we use is Ma Hashem Shoyel Mimcha. For example, the Pasuk in the Torah, Vatal Yisrael, Ma Hashem Elekech Hashem Mimcha. What Hashem asks from you is the word, the word Shoyel is used. Why is there a different term, the word Doresh being used instead? And the answer is, Doresh is more than just asking. When the Torah talks about being Darish something, 
It means going beneath the surface. It means exploring the depth, analyzing it. And through that, coming to a deeper level. Just like the judges who are judging a case are warned not just to accept the evidence, but to cross-examine the witnesses. The darash tahetev. You should go into the depth of the story. Examine it, explore it as well as you can. And that being the case, when the, the Navi here tells us, Hashem is derish mimcha, it's more than just what Hashem wants us to do. It's a certain depth Hashem wants us to get to, to explore, to understand deeper. In the middle, it's what we call the middle of Bina. The middle of a person to internalize, to go into, to de- go into a deeper perspective, a deeper understanding. That's what we call being Darish. And in which area does that Darish apply? So the Navi tells us three different places where it applies. The first one is intellectually. Intellectually. There is the Mishpat, which is the halacha that we taught. But a person can go deeper. A person can understand the reasons, the rationale for the day. And the more depth the person understands, the more clear they'll be able to pass it. That's really what the, the same mish, mishpatim which Moshe was told to tassim lifnei. Don't just teach them the law book. Don't just give them the final, so to speak, psak. Give them the time of operation. Give them the ability to explore and understand deeper the principles on which the psak is based. And that's the first area. Hashem is derish from a person. And then Hashem wants a person to dig deeper. Hashem wants a person to explore in more depth. And that is when it comes to the Mishpah, when it comes to the Halakha. That's intellectual exploration. That's the first Irish. The second one is Avas Chesed. This is a different kind of thing, Irish. What Avas Chesed requires from a person is not just to do acts of Chesed, but to love to do acts of Chesed. What brings a person to love chesed as opposed to to do chesed? We've spoken about this in the Vadim. The answer is, what brings a person to love chesed is when a person can feel and identify more strongly with the person he's doing chesed for. And the more I can feel for that person, the more I'm willing to do for them. The more I want to do for them. So if I'm looking from the perspective of Someone's asking me to give, and I'm giving. So I feel a sense of duty, a sense of maybe being compelled to give. I can't say no. But if I can, if I can go more deeply, and I can connect to the recipient and what they need, and what it must be like for them in the circumstances that they're in, then that emotional, so to speak, depth of understanding the other person makes me feel much more connected to them. And as a result, makes me feel much more that I want to give. Let's give an example just to prove the point. It's happened to all of us. There's been a knock at the door. We open the door to find a poor person standing there. We don't recognize him, but he says, I have a 
family to feed, I don't have any money, please give me some help. And the person feels obligated to give a few shekels, to give something, and he's doing a mitzvah. A person who gives a prusah, the only, even the smallest coin to the only, he's doing the mitzvah of stock. But imagine for a second that that same poor man, if you don't know, instead of putting out his hands and asking for money, he would take us by the hands and say, come with me. I live just down the block. I want you to see my home. And imagine we'd be, we'd allow ourselves to be led along by him and we'd go into his house and we would see that the kitchen is empty. We'd see that the fridge is bare. We see the children are all looking hungry. And I started to say, when they see their father, Daddy, Abba, have you brought us food? We haven't eaten today yet. And now imagine you'd be witness to the scene. I'm sure you'd agree that you'd give more than just the same few shekels. Why? It's exactly the scene that the man told you about. He said he doesn't have money and he's frozen hungry. The answer is, most people don't necessarily take the time or the trouble to connect emotionally to what they hear. What they hear is, you're asking me for money? Okay, I'll give you some money. But if a person takes the, tr- the time to deepen that connection, to think about what the person saying, to experience it, so it won't be giving out of duty, out of obligation. It'll be giving out of an effort to give. A person wants to help. A person feels badly for the other person. They want to do what they can to change things. That's the second thing Hashem is derish. Hashem requires us to work on to develop. And that is the appreciation for chesed. The Gemara in the Dharam talks about Bikachaylim as a kind of chesed. And really the Gemara says that a big part of Bikachaylim is to daven for the sick person. But the other part of Bikachaylim is to go and visit them. Now, if I'm going to visit them because I can do something practical, I'm a medical practitioner, or maybe I can do, uh, like do something physical which will be helpful to them, of course I should do that. But if they're being taken care of medically, and there's nothing I know how to do, why is it still important to visit them? Why isn't it enough just to them? So of course there could be other reasons too. But a very simple reason is when you see a person writhing in pain, when you see a person lying on the back on the bed without the ability to move it or sit up straight, you feel the situation so much more strongly. And if you just said, do you know that someone says in hospital because they're sick? And if what you expect them to do is to daven for somebody, once you've seen them in agony, you'll daven way different. So I've just heard about the fact that they're not well. That's the second point. What we call Avas Chesed. The third. The third point. Hatsnei Alecha Semelekecha. There's a point here which is maybe a more subtle point. We spoke how a person is meant to develop intellectually that depth. How a person is meant to develop emotionally that depth. 
of feeling for someone else. Now the last point is, how does the person relate to Hashem? How does the person relate to Hashem? And the answer is, by being matzniya leches. By humbling oneself. By acting more betzniyas. Why is that the, the correct way and the depth of how a person is meant to approach Hashem? So to answer that, let's come back to our passion. I think that this is the, this is the message of Hashem's Mishpatim. Mishpatim teaches us Ma'ashim Darish Mimcha. Mishpatim teaches us that extra level of exploration, of depth, of what you meant to do. The first part of Mishpatim is about the halachas. All the Mishpatim. But like we saw, not just to know the Mishpat, but rather to be taught to understand the Tamiyad of the reasons and the rules. That's part of Mishpatim too. The second, this, after all the mitzvahs of the, are recorded in Mishpatim, it talks about how Hashem is promising us He'll send the Malach in front of us to bring us to Eretz Yisrael. That's something repeated many times in the Torah. And Hashem says He's going to destroy the seven nations of Eretz Canaan in front of us. That's also repeated many times in the Torah. But then there's another puzzle we find just over here. And the Torah says, Ma'at, ma'at, I'm going to drive out the seven nations a little bit at a time. I'm not going to kill them all in one blow and destroy all the seven nations of Canaan together. Why? Because right now, Claudius aren't big enough in number to populate the whole of Eretz Yisrael. And what's going to happen is, Hashem will just destroy all the Goyim. So then, big chunks of Eretz Yisrael are going to remain the wasteland. And the wasteland is going to invite wild animals, maybe serpents and uh, scorpions, and Klaish will have to contend with a new problem. And therefore Hashem says, the to you, I'm not going to wipe out all the government once. Ma'at, ma'at. A little bit at a time. So that, that way, those places which you haven't yet conquered, or at least are being looked after for you, are being protected for you, by the inhabitants who are there. And when you're given numerous enough, or able enough to conquer them, so there will be a number of stages. Now why is that information significant to us? And the answer is, that shows the Avos Chesed. For Hashem to say, I'm going to destroy all the nations of Canaan, that was Hashem fulfilling His promise. That was Hashem enabling Klai Yisrael to inherit the land like He promised Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. But the level deeper than that, the level beyond that, is, when I call this Baruch so to speak, Looks at it from Klai Yisrael's perspective. From our point of view, what would be the most helpful to us? That Hashem should destroy all the government at once, or Hashem should destroy them a little at a time. And on that, Hashem tells us, for you, Klai Yisrael, it's to your benefit that I shouldn't destroy the government at once. It will help you more if it's a little bit at a time. 
And that's what Hashem chooses to do. And that's the second part of the Pasha. We see the value of the Avas Chesed. Of not just doing a Chesed, but the depth of doing a Chesed. The Chesed which comes from understanding the other person. And then we get to the last part of the Pasha. And that is when Hashem tells Moshe and Aaron and his sons and the Skyrim to come to Hasina. Each to the level that they're able to ascend. And then the Apostle tells us that the Skyrim and Aaron's sons, from their vantage point, they were able to see the some division of some version of, of the Shekhinah. They saw that vision of Elakei Yisrael. And what, how did they act? They celebrated. They were able to see the Shekhinah. They become the Vim. That's a tremendous achievement. And of course, they wanted to celebrate. So they were as happy as eating and drinking, or maybe they did eat and drink, to celebrate having got to the table of Nebo. And Chazal tells us in that Pasuk that there was a terrible kitrug against the Zakadim. And against Aaron's sons. And really they should have died right there at the time. But Hashem did not want to interfere with the Simcha of the Baruch Sintara. So Hashem pushed up their punishment for later. What was so bad about what they did? What was so wrong about the fact that they celebrated seeing the Shekhinah? They celebrated being Zechot to be Nevi'im. And the answer is that it wasn't the right way to approach the Shekhinah. Of course, for a person who is now Zaycha and has been able to perceive the spirituality, connect to Hashem, it's a tremendous simcha. But, at the same time, connecting to Hashem obligates the person. What does Hashem require from you if you want to connect to And the answer is, what Hashem is Darish, is that Melechus. A person shouldn't feel, I can see the Shekhinah. I'm going to stare and enjoy the sight. That's Nailechis is, like we see five of Moshe Rabbeinu. And when he approached the bush which was burning in fire, and he realized this was a, a, a vision of the Shekhinah, he asked if Moshe Moshe looks away. He doesn't feel worthy of being able to behold the Shekhinah. That's the correct way to approach Rechnius. Not to, so to speak, try to take it as much as one can. Show as if a person feels that they can absorb it, take it as everything. The way to approach Rechnius is to let Nehalechus. So to speak, we talk about Nehalechus we're not talking about how a person dresses. We're talking about the person's way of feeling unworthy. Of being able to face, to look at, to gaze at Hashem or the Shekhinah directly. And why is that a depth? Because when a person is there for whatever reason to see in a spiritual sense, that's the, the most the more simple level. Then a person's focusing on what they're able to behold. 
The deeper level is, like the Rambam Rathya said there, and that is, when a person begins to appreciate the greatness, the magnificence, the Godness of Hashem, that makes him retreat into himself. And he thinks, what am I in front of Hashem? I'm a briok tano shvela A small, insignificant being in front of perfection. And therefore it's meant to make me feel I don't deserve to try and behold the shvela. It makes me feel that compared to such greatness, I feel less important. Compared to such grandeur, I feel very small. And that causes the person that level of Hatsunei Lechas. A person who feels more humble, a person who feels less important, That's the, the, what Hashem is derish. What being able to connect to Hashem is meant to invoke in us. What's derish from us is what's derish from us is the fact that we're going to feel ourselves, so to speak, as smaller. In the presence of Hashem. That's the third part of the passion. Moshe Ben was able to do that, so he grew, he grew great. The Skanim and the sons of Aaron, they weren't zeichet to that. On the contrary, they rejoiced on seeing the Shechina. In a way, it sounded, made it sound like, or made it feel like they deserved it. So it's like full advantage of the situation. Not. This is something so great that we don't we, we look we look down we don't deserve to behold something which is so far above us. That's the bin so to speak the depth the bina. The contemplation of understanding Hashem brings the person that feeling of inadequacy smallness in, in his presence. This tells us something else as well. Tzniyas, in this context, isn't the question of clothing. What's important? Tzniyas comes from a feeling. It comes from a feeling that a person doesn't try and exhibit themselves in front of Hashem. That's the lesson of Hashem's Nishpatim. What does Hashem derish from you? What does Hashem want you to develop? Intellectually, is all the mitzvahs. We can stand to a better level. That's the first point. Aras chesed is emotionally a person can connect to another person's situation that they can rejoice in another person's celebration. They can be pushed to do for them because they want to help. And lastly, when it comes to the neshama of a person, the connection to Hashem, so the connection brings a person to a level of the more that they're aware of Hashem's greatness, the more it makes the person feel, and compared to that, 
I'm very little. Baisha felt that way. He didn't feel worthy, so to speak, to perceive the Shekhinah. Those people didn't understand that point, they deserve to be punished for it. And this is the continuation of Baisha's history. Baisha's history, we were given that Torah, and we were told these little halakhs. But now we want to see how a person can be Darish then. How a person can learn them more deeply. Connect them on a deeper level. One last word. The Prophet told us, Hashem has told you a person what's good. And what Hashem wants from you. Do you understand Mishpatim? Describes to us the three levels of what Hashem wants from us. Where's the first one? That Hashem has told us what's good. The answer is, this was Hashem's promise to us before He gave us the Torah. Promises three rewards. You'll be an Amstagullah. You'll be a Mamlechus Kernim. You'll be a Goy Kadash. We understand that these three rewards which are being promised parallel. Parallel the three requirements Hashem has from us. That's why it's already told the person what's good. The reward which we meant to get, Hashem told us. And lines up with these three things. Let's explain how. Connected, which we said, Asayis Nishmat. The reward for that is will be a Mamlechas Kayanim. Kayanim doesn't just mean those who work in the Rosh Hashanah. Like Rashi points out, it means leaders, it means ministers, it means people of importance. And you're going to call us a mamlacha. You're going to call us a kingship. So we know, Melech the Mishpat Kingship only comes through implementing the law. Through having a legal code which is enforced. That's how a king sets up a country. Mishpat. Kohanim, like Rashi points out, that means necessarily people working in the base of Megdash. It means, sorry, we ministers too. So that's the reward. So it's Matsov. The person who wants to keep the Mishpat. The type that is in store is that there'll be Mamlechus Kohenim. Real Kaisha will be kingdom of people of Kohenim. Of people who focus on serving Hashem. Serving Hashem as a coin, the basic English, and serving Hashem by keeping that lock, like the Mara points out in Amos. That's the first reward. What we told was good for us. The second one is Avas Chesed. Avas Chesed is connected with Yisim Yiskola. You're going to be for me a treasure. The point of a treasure is that a person feels very connected to us. And therefore, looking after it, doing for it isn't a chore. It's a treasure. So it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to take care of a treasure. That's how I was chesed. When I value the, the other, so then it changes the way I want to do for it. If we, Klai 
our Hashem's treasure, it means Hashem wants to look after us. We valuable to Him. And if that's the case, we valuable to Him, Hashem wants to. That's Ahavaz Chesed. That's the second reward. And the third one, we're going Kaddish. Now, if you know Kaddish is always something a person can't self-generate, Kaddish means a connection to Hashem. Atah Kaddish, Vashimcha Kaddish. The source of Kaddish, the reality of Kaddish is only by Hashem. People are connected to him, maybe it's the Kaddish rubs off on them too. And the way that a person connects to the Kedusha, like the Potsari tells us, is through Vatsnei Lechis. The way a person connects to the Kedusha is not by feeling a person deserves and is able to encompass and take in the Kedusha, rather by feeling there is something much greater than the person. That's the the, the Chazal. The Chazal says on the Passover, in the future, Hashem will go, so to speak, will will stroll with the Tzadikim and And the Gemara says, you're going to say about one of them? No. Obviously, Hashem will be greater. Similarly, in the Passover, to you, you might think, Kamani is somewhere, somewhere similar to Hashem, no. Hashem is greater. Being able to connect to Kedusha is being able to connect to seeing a Kedush Baruch so to speak, in a way is being greater. That's the, the kill. We were promised. He gave the Adam Hashem told us what's good for us. He gave us the reward. You'll be a scholar. You can be an Am Kaddish. And now Mashem Doresh Mecha. What does Hashem expect you to do to fulfill your requirement to get there? Hashem expects you to do in the Sos Mishpah. But not just on the simple level, but rather after exploring and developing that. What Hashem expects you to do is Avas Chesed. And now what Hashem expects you to do is Nehalechesed. That's why a person zaycha. It's why a person zaycha to keeping the Torah or accepting on a deeper level. The way a person zaycha to doing a chesed, which is a real chesed, and lastly, the way a person zaycha to becoming Kaddish. Connecting to Hashem, the Kaddish of Hashem affects the person. That's the Vatnei Lechas. And you see it. The more of a real God on somebody is, the more they don't put on the show of trying to show that they're great. Because if they are connected to Hashem, then they are aware of a reality so much greater than them. It's only about those leaders, like it's brought, that don't have a connection. They consider themselves in reference to other people, they consider themselves to be greater. That's very far from Kedusha. The person's Kedusha is a person who is more connected to Hashem. And the more connected the person is, the reflection it has in the person is, the more they feel small. 
the more they feel like nothing, the more they feel humbled in the presence of Hashem. The more they're aware of Hashem, the more they're aware of how great He is, the more it has that effect on them. And that's why it wasn't for nothing, our greatest people. Moshe and Aaron, David, they all use terms to describe their nothingness in front of Hashem. That comes from the feeling of of the presence of Hashem, I don't consider myself to be big. On the contrary, I, I, I feel more small, more content, more of an honor, more of a tender. Moshe, as I told us, was given the gift he was given because he had this mirror. Because when he first saw the Shekhinah, he didn't gaze at the Shekhinah. The opposite, he felt unworthy. He retreated. And with that, he got so much more. Like I said, the three levels that the Lavi tells us, Hashem's expectation for us, we find all of them rooted here as the lesson of Hashem's Mishpatah.